Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Tech 6 and 5 going to a bowl, but getting ready for Georgia as we speak. The head coach of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, Frank Key, kind enough to join us right now on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker Line. I know maybe, Coach, congratulations isn't the right term to use, but still, getting to a bowl, um, I know that was something you guys talked about throughout the season, even going back to last year when you got the job. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge you know, step in the program, and uh, you know, it's, it's somewhere this place should be all the time, should be every year, uh, and, and the expectation should be to be in a bowl game, and hopefully next season it's something that it's just a, it's an expectation that's set out from the beginning and uh then these moments become bigger and bigger moments and i saw the celebration with the 98 team is it me does george o'leary look like 20 years younger what's going on there i'll tell you what my guys like so i'll talk to him and be like yeah i just walked three miles and i'm like no way coach no way Jeez. he does he, he's in good shape uh he's he's smiling i mean he's uh he's it totally is. He's in great shape right now. I mean, he's got life to him. He's enjoying watching college football, uh, pro football, and high school football. I mean, he's um, really happy to see he's doing well. Did he yell at anybody for old time's sake? Just to... Uh... Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure he did. Well, I mean, just in my press conference, I, I turned my hat around forward. That's true. I was, I was, I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> so... You were a little bit emotional on the field, and I, I think that's probably a pent-up thing where you're not – you don't want to think long-term, right? It's a week-to-week world. But did it, did it hit you at that moment that everything that you've done for more than a year now really came into play and, and came to fruition for these kids? You know, it, that was probably the first time in, in a year, or really, you know, year-plus time now that I have had a little bit of an emotional uh, time. And I'm not an emotional person uh, when, it, when it comes to those things. And, uh, you know, but that was – I did the on-field interview right after the game. And uh, I think the first person that came and jumped up on me was Jamal Haynes. And uh, then several guys after that. And, and that's when it hit me. Uh, it did. Uh, and I, I chose to take a slow walk from around the 50-yard line back down to the north end zone where the, where the team was. And, and, and I, I made myself enjoy that moment. I did. And I would imagine you want to see personal growth on the field and mentally from the kids. And I think you saw it late in the game. I mean, that last drive, I'm not sure that's something that would have happened earlier in the season. They all kept their wits about them and made sure they did what they had to do. So what I told the team last night in our team meeting that, you know, they, they played a complete game. They overcame adversity. They showed grit and toughness. Really everything that you want to build a program on because you're not going to go out and win every game by 21 points. And, I mean, if, you, if anybody's watched our games, they're all going to be four-quarter games. Every one of them has, you know, with the exception of, you know, a small, uh, a small sample size. So uh, our kids, you know, and even two weeks prior of uh, Clemson, I mean, you know, they're down – you know, whatever the score was at that point, 42 to seven, I think, and we still keep, uh, still keep playing. And I think that's a, a, a you know, credit to these kids and uh, the coaching staff and you know, what's been put in their head. I, I'm not sure when you might, if you'll do it this week, but, but to be able to 
to speak firsthand of what it's like to beat the University of Georgia in this game. How does that play in? Look, I know it's a game, and I know it's a special uniform, but it's just a game. Your experience of beating them, though, how do you think you translate that to them, this group that has not beaten them? Yeah, I don't know if there's much there. It's it, it's the next game on our uh, on our schedule. Is it? Uh, it <laughs> Is come it? on, guys. No, you know it's not. <laughs> uh, but my experience is winning the game. That, that I mean, they, they think I'm so old right now anyway. I don't know how much that matters, but. It's about what we're doing right now. Do they know, hold on. Does your team know that you actually played on a tech team that did beat Georgia? Do you think they know that? They will by the end of the week. Okay. I promise you guys. Yeah. Okay. So it's not just another game. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. We had a team meeting. We trusted last night. Uh, talked about it. It's, it's a great rivalry. Uh, and for, for rivalries to be rivalries, you know, it's got they have to be competitive football games. And I truly believe that. So, and, and that's our job is, is – uh, as a George State football team and organization and players, coaches, everyone, myself, starting with myself, is to make these games competitive. And I think Kirby agrees. He said it earlier. This is the game he's always circled on his calendar. He brought up your coordinator, Buster Faulkner, who obviously worked at Georgia and was very complimentary of him. Can you talk about what he's meant to this offense this year? Yeah, you know, Buster's done a good job of uh, putting a plan together to best suit our team and our, our personnel. And that's what I was looking for. That's what I wanted. Uh, you know, to be able to you know not have one type of offense to come here and run, but having a vision of what I, th- I felt needed to be done here, uh, needed to be run, and then him be able to come in and, and, and take what he can do and what he has done and then mold it together with you know, different ideas, new ideas, new concepts, and really put on the field what's the best for our personnel at the current time. I don't know if this works or not when you talk about strategy for the week. Is it? Is there a real thing about trying to bleed clock, keep clock? Like, I will tell you honestly, I was watching the game the other day, and I thought you guys snapped it a little bit too soon with 10, 11, and 12 on the clock. Can you play that game, or is there ever a strategy in a game to try to run the clock as much as possible because the opponent might, I don't know, on paper have more talent than you? Can you do that for an entire football game anymore? Uh, it, it's tough. You know, the you, yes, you can use clock. That, that's that's easy. Uh, you know, in the situation in the game the other night, you know, I think we're getting the call in around 18 seconds on the clock. Um, you know, we're we're a big shift motion team. Uh-huh. Uh, we want to be able to you know still keep people off balance with the shifts and the motions and those things. It was a two point game at that point, so you know you you try to bleed too much clock, you end up shooting yourself in the foot, and you, they get the ball back, and now you're, now they're a field goal away from winning the football game. So. You know, and also I see in that game was let's you know milk some off the clock, you know, take it down, but also still be able to play and, and keep the motions and the shifts and, and, and the things that we do to keep uh, the advantage in our hand. And now you score, you go up by nine, and now you're in a good position to be able to win the football game. I wanted to go back, Brent Key, with us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Is something you said about the Clemson game? It's forty-two to seven. You saw the kids still playing hard. How much do you look for that on film? Because you can you can see the body language in a game like that, and you find out maybe more about kids in a situation like that. You really do. I mean, it, it's very easy for anybody uh, to, to get down and say, man, we, we can't come back and do this. We can't come back and win. But everything we preach and everything we're coaching, everything we talk about every single day is, uh, you know, we're not playing for the scoreboard. That's only the way that we're, you know, judged at the end of the game. All right, we're playing every play uh, to be the best play we can have, all right, to play the best we can possibly play, uh, to be able to go out and, and, and stay in the moment. Uh, that's that's there in front of us, um, and, and, it, and when you have that mindset, when you play that way, 
right? What's happened in the past, it, it doesn't affect you. Yet. What's going to happen in the future doesn't affect you. How long has somebody on the staff been looking at Georgia? I'm not sure. <laughs> so I know no, it's – do you have a? Did, did you have somebody dedicated for the last couple thought, of weeks? Chris, I thought you were going to use the same tag. Are you not sure? <laughs> of course, I'm sure. It's my program. Yeah. Um, uh, but what what is it? What is it you got on the reports before you were able to dive in the way that you have maybe already and will this week? What have you heard from somebody, let's say, who has been looking at Georgia? Well, uh, you know when. when Sunday gets here, we close out the previous game, mm-hmm. and then by that afternoon, I, I get the reports. Uh, I start to open up. You know, the reports are all done by Friday okay. of the previous week, uh, the, the pre-scout reports. So I, I start to – first thing I look at is really just the, the overall statistics of, of, of how they play the game, whether it be possessions, whether it be time of possession, whether it be you know, yardage on both sides of the ball acquired or, or given up, uh, and start to go through those, start to look at common opponents, start to look at those things. Then I dig in a little bit, a little bit more, uh, you know, usually watch a game, continuous game that night. Then on Monday this morning, start to dig into a little more of the analytical side of it. Uh, the play the game part of the, of, of the preparation. Uh, but when you look across the board, they're, they're solid as solid as can, as you can be, you know, really, really impressed with, uh, you know, what they've been able to do, uh, you know, offensive, defensively, and special teams, uh, you know, all three phases, they, they, they play complimentary football. Uh, they've got really good players that, that play the, they play the game well. There's a goal. It's to ruin their season. I mean, that's what's basically at stake on Saturday. But I will ask you, just as a football guy, if I would have told you in this day and age somebody's going to win 28 in a row, what would you have said? I'd be damn impressed. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it is. I know that football people really, you have to understand what that is. Because winning is what? It's hard. To be perfect it's is hard. hard. It's really hard. and. Look, there, there's a lot of teams. I will say a lot. There's 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 several teams that have really good players. There's been a lot of teams over the last ten years, fifteen years that have had really good players. But to be able to have the culture in your program set where you're able to consistently do it week in and week out, and, and, and you know, continually climb that mountain instead of taking the you know the the the, the stroll back down, uh, to do it that many times in a row uh, versus quality opponents versus you know every type of opponent. Uh, you know, it just it's it's a statement of the culture that they've been able to instill there um, over the last you know what's in seven eight years that they've been able to instill and, uh, and and carry on week to week. Yeah, can I? One of the things too, because you you've been here now two years in this job, but obviously you know this group of players ready to not only face the challenge. That's one thing, but to absolutely want to rise up. Like what do we to, to be? The group of kids, the group of young men who can do something special here. Do you like this group in that regard? Have they grown in a way where now is a good time for this type of challenge? Yeah, look, guys, you, you, you play good in games because you have a belief in your ability to play well and your ability as a team to win. Bottom line, right? You don't play well in games usually because you don't have a great belief in your ability to play well and you don't have a belief in your team's ability to win, mm. right? That's a major hurdle that I believe this team is, is overcoming, has shown to overcome this year is that we're not going out and, and, and waiting on something to happen. Right. All right, we're going out every game that we expect to win, and that's the, that's the point you want to be in in your program. Now, whether you win or lose on Saturday, I've said it before, 50% of the teams lose every week. Winning's hard. It's hard to do. Right? But you better go out on that field every week with the expectation and the belief that you're going to win. 
I wanted to bring up your kicker who had another good night. He's 17 years old. Is that right? I, I read an article that said he was 17 years old. He looks like he's about 12, but he's 17. For a kid that's 17 playing college football as a freshman to rise up in moments like this, I mean, it's it's beyond incredible, I think, in a lot of people's eyes, maybe even yours. I need to go start checking IDs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless it was a misprint. I was shocked by that as well. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, I'm going to check his ID, though. Uh, but, no, he has, he's, done, he's done a nice job. He's been able to. He's been able to do, uh, you know, you know, hit some some, some clutch kicks and, and, and help us out from that respect. And I've uh, been really happy with his development. Is there anybody that George has played this year that tries to do similar things to you offensively? I know maybe you're looking for some matchups there. You're going to have scout team and do all those other things. But is that one of the things yeah, you look for? There, there, there's a lot of teams on their schedule have done similar things. I like mm-hmm. to think we're we're an offense that is very multiple in what we do. Uh, you know, whether it be control we, we were always trying to control the tempo of the game whether it's playing with you know fast tempo sonic work tempo or we're trying to huddle and you know you know disguise shift motion those things uh and because there's there's several teams that they've they've faced here in the last five or six weeks that are uh some similarities to us i don't want you to turn into high school harry uh and pipe guy trying to relive the glory days but what is it like to beat the university of georgia when you're at georgia tech I mean, it's, it's, it's the reason you, you, you go to college and play big-time college football is to be able to have big-time rivalry games and to, to be able to come out on top and to win in a rivalry game. It doesn't matter whether you're home, whether you're on the road, right? That, those are the memories that are created. Right? And I, I was very blessed and fortunate to, have, uh, to, be on, to be on teams that had a lot of success when I was playing here. Right? And of all the success we had and all the memories we had, right, there's three memories that stick out of above and beyond anything else. Well, they should. Oh, hold on. Is it those three games? Is that really the top three? Yes. I mean, that's like yeah. Coach said, that's why you go to Georgia Tech do, do you knock know, off Georgia. Do you know the, the great Ray Goff quote about Georgia, Georgia Tech, Brent? What's that? What's if, that? If you don't think Georgia Tech is our biggest rival, try losing to them. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Jim Donnan about that. It's a pretty, uh, yeah. it's a pretty good line. I'm sitting here in the office right now looking out over the field and have a lot of memories from, uh, I think it was the 99 game here in the north end zone. And, uh, you know, Godsey picking up the, the, the block kick on third down and us re-kicking. And, I mean, just, you know, tons of memories. I got to tell you, we sat up in the press box, Chris and I and a couple of others uh, that still work together to this day, watched that entire game start to finish. That may have been in person the mm-hmm. greatest game I have ever seen. Was that the greatest game you were ever a part of? I've been a part of a lot of good ones. Uh, you know, if, if, if not that one, uh, probably the national championship game in, in, in 17, uh, you know, over at Mercedes, you know, one of those two, but there is a commonality in both of those games, guys. <laughs> yes, there is. And I think we can all figure it out. Coach, congratulations. Have a great Thanksgiving and best of luck on Saturday night. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys. Go Jackets. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.